So you're thinking about running, but not sure how to take the first step. My name's Brian Patterson, and I'm here to help. And welcome to Brian's Rompod. Ron Pod, and uh, I just want to say a really big thank you to everyone who's been listening, especially to those people who have been listening abroad. So I know we have some listeners in the US, um, India, Europe, even Australia. And uh, I just wanted to say a really big thank you. Just want to hope you're having a really great day, and I really hope you'll uh, enjoy this week's episode. And this week, we'll be talking about sleep. But first of all, I just want to give a bit of a mention to the previous episodes we've had. We saw some wonderful interviews. Uh, My friend John, who told us about his journey into running and the issues that he's currently having. Then we interviewed Stuart, who is a professional triathlete and was part of the uh, 2012 Olympic team. His story was a real lesson of not giving up on your dreams from not being selected in the 20, uh, well, the, the, the 2004 Olympics to being part of the team eight years later. Last but not least, we talked to Caitlin. She has an amazing story from being told she had only 40 minutes to live to becoming a coach and then start an amazing running community. She truly is an inspiring person. If you hadn't listened to them, I strongly recommend you do. If nothing else, you won't hear my dulcet tones. In this episode, we are, as I said, going to be talking about sleep. So hopefully I'll not be sending you to sleep and I'll try and make it as exciting as possible. I've also been told that exercise is about putting your body through stress. Therefore, as part of your training, you need to rest to adapt and repair itself. In today's episode, we hope to dispel some of the terminology surrounding sleep, how our devices can monitor sleep, and if there are any hacks for achieving a better night's sleep. So, why is sleep important? No matter how tempting it is to stay up late at night, binging watching shows or scrolling through social media on your phone, it's crucial to get a proper night's sleep. A good night's sleep helps you function better the next day, also helps you keep your health in check and your mind fresh. But why is it so vital for runners specifically? Well, many a time when I've had at least seven hours sleep, I feel I have so much energy The science is clear. Sleep is directly proportional to better performance. When you work out or go for a run, your muscles experience a micro damage to the tissues, including uh, muscle protein breakdown. Sleep releases hormones that aid in muscle protein synthesis, thus repairing the cellular level damage from exercise. Sleep allows the body to recover. Because of this, Athletes tend to need more sleep than the general population. So most runners will need at least seven to nine hours sleep per night. Um, But if you're on a professional athlete, you're possibly closer to eight to ten hours 
during intense training blocks. And in fact, I think I've even known some professional athletes will sleep or nap during the day. Inadequate sleep can impact on the immune system and increase your risk of getting sick. If you're consistently getting only a few hours sleep, you're going to feel it. Before you know it, your body will force you to rest when you're not expecting it. Isn't it better to get a good sleep and train than not to do so? You'll fall sick and then you'll be finally forced to rest. Let's take a look at how sleep can increase your productivity as a runner and make you stronger and faster. Sleep releases growth hormones. When you hit the sack after a long day of strenuous exercise, your body finally gets to rest. During that sleep, your body releases growth hormones and they help repair the cellular tissue damage, invigorating muscle growth and stimulating bone building. This makes you better prepared for working out the next day. Over time, you adapt to your training better when you sleep well, since your body has the adequate opportunity to recover from training. Sleep also allows your heart to rest. So for any runner, it is important to maintain a cardiovascular health. Sleeping at night helps ensure blood is circulated to all parts of the body. When you're in deep sleep, your heart rate and your breathing continue to change, which promotes cardiovascular health. Also, adequate sleep duration is associated with a lower risk of heart disease, asthma and metabolic diseases. Sleep can strengthen your immune system. Insufficient sleep impacts our immune function and increases the risk of in, in, uh, risk of infection. A study in the Scandinavian Journal of Medicine and Science in sport shows that sleep that runners who sleep seven or more hours per night are less susceptible to illness. During sleep, the body produces, and I, and I completely um, will probably mess this word up, psychonis, psychonis hormones, which is C-Y-T-O-K-I-N-E-S, hormones that help build immunity and combat infections. The psychonines, psychonines, build a shield around the body to reduce the risk of getting sick. So reducing the risk of illness allows you to train more consistently, which in turn can make you a faster runner. Stronger the immune system, the higher the runner's performance may be. Sleep may even help you increase speed. So according to a review published by the current Sports Medicine Reports, that inadequate sleep can impair your endurance, whether you are running for a 5K or marathon. Running is an endurance sport, so you may want your endurance to be as high as possible. Athletes who sleep less tend to have a lower glycogen stores, which means they are unable to produce as much energy in longer-distance training runs or races. So let's have a look at maybe some, some hacks for developing uh, good sleeping habits. Establish a really good sleep schedule. Routines can make every part of life easier, including sleep. If you go to bed and wake up at approximately the same time each day, your body will likely establish a set of circadian rhythm. So you'll have an easier time falling asleep at night and less wakings during the night. 
both of which promote quality of sleep. Now, this is a difficult one. To eliminate caffeine later in the day, um, if you are kind of a little bit addicted to, to caffeine having coffee or tea. Caffeine is, as we all know, is a stimulant. It makes you more alert. Alertness is exactly what you want in the morning meeting, but not when you want when you're trying to fall asleep at night. Caffeine lingers in your system for several hours after consumption, so you may want to avoid consuming caffeine any time in the afternoon or evening. So eat sleep-induced foods. According to a review published in The Nutrients, certain foods can help you fall faster asleep, fall asleep faster and stay asleep throughout the night. Carbohydrates, um, rich protein uh, foods like milk, cheese, poultry, pumpkin seeds and beans, uh, tart cherries, magnesium-rich foods all promote better sleep quality. Also, reduce blue light one hour before bed. Now, research shows that blue light, such as that from your smartphone, can disrupt um, your rhythm at night. So you can you can use blue light blocking glasses. However, the most effective method is just to turn off the devices for approximately one hour before bedtime. Or alternatively, you could use a white noise machine. Now, um, I did do a little bit of research as to what white noise machine is. Um, so white noise is not just for infants. While the research is mixed, many people report that light white noise helps them fall asleep. So I did, as I said, try to look up what a white noise is. And according to Wikipedia, it is a device that produces a noise that calms the listener, which in many cases sounds like a rushing waterfall or wind blowing through the trees and other serene or nature-like sounds. Now, this does make sense, as I found listening to the radio can send me to sleep. It does not have to be music. It can be just people talking. Um, I've always said to friends of mine that I loved the sound of the aeroplane in flight. So having a device that replayed the sound of getting on board an aeroplane would be ideal for me, including the safety talk. Um, limit the... Evening alcohol consumption, drinking some wine, beer, alcohol before bed, even though you may feel more relaxed, will affect your sleep pattern. When we drink alcohol before bed, our liver has to process the alcohol, which will increase the heart rate. You might wake up during the night sweating and unable to fall back asleep. Drink only one glass of alcohol and no later than 7pm to protect your sleep quality. Other tips, don't eat large meals before bed. The digestive system is too busy creating more stress to the body and heart rate. Even changing your sheets can help and having a hot water bottle can help. So especially in the winter, having a clean, warm bed can help you feel more relaxed. In summary, um, sleep is crucial for both physical and mental health. There is no substitute for a good night's sleep. There is, it can help reduce the risk of illness, strengthen the immune system, put you in a good mood, increase your ability to interpret and react to situations, support and promote your overall athletic performance. Research has shown that runners who get at least more than seven hours sleep 
have a good sleep three days before a race, feel much better, stronger and perform well. The anatomy of sleep. Sleep is crucial for runners as it plays a vital role in muscle recovery, energy restoration and overall physical and mental health. During sleep, the body undergoes several processes that contribute to these benefits, including NREM, which is non-rapid eye movement sleep. This is the first stage of sleep, which typically lasts for 75 to 80% of the sleep cycle. During NREM sleep, the body repairs and regenerates tissues, bones and muscles, which is essentially important for runners who put a lot of stress on their bodies. REM, which is rapid eye movement sleep, this is the second stage of the sleep, which typically accounts for after 90 minutes of sleep and lasts for about 20 to 25% of the sleep cycle. REM sleep is essentially for mental recovery, as it helps consolidate memories, improve cognitive function and regulate mood. Circadian, circadian rhythm this is the internal biological clock that regulates the sleep-wake cycle. For runners, it's important to maintain a consistent sleep schedule to support the circadian rhythm and ensure optimal performance. Melatonin this is the hormone that regulates sleep and it's especially important for runners who may experience disruptions in their sleep schedule due to travel or other factors. Melatonin supplements can help regulate sleep and improve recovery for runners. Sleep environment. The sleep environment is also critical for runners as, in, as a comfortable and relaxing sleep environment can help improve the quality of sleep. This includes factors like temperature, lighting, noise and bedding. In summary, for runners, sleep is an essential part of their training and recovery routine. Understanding the anatomy of sleep and how to optimise it can help improve physical and mental performance, reduce the risk of injury, and support overall health and well-being. So what happens, essentially what happens if we don't get enough sleep? Well, in the short term, insufficient sleep can lead to, as I may have said before, lead to impaired cognitive function, slow reaction times. Over a longer period, lack of sleep also leads to abnormal hormone levels, which may result in weight gain. Now, according to womensrunning.com, a 16-year study of over 60,000 women researchers um, discovered that the women who slept less than five hours per night put on more pounds than those who slept seven hours or more each night, even if they exercised and ate a healthy diet. And this, I feel, also could be applied to, to men as well. Now, um, let's have a look at uh, our what my experience has been. So I must admit, I've, I've, I've when I've done a workout... This does help me sleep. Plus, I have said before, it is a way of investing in your productivity for the next day. Now, I know we don't have all perfect sleeps. I worry about everyday life that tends to be in the background during the day. But once you're asleep, it somehow moves to the front of your brain and as if by magic you're awake. If you do suffer from this, then I think personally the best advice is just to 
maybe not suffer in silence, maybe talk to someone about it, talk to your partner um, before you go to sleep. So I, I do f- feel that a problem shared um, is a problem halved. As I may have said before, my sleep does get interrupted by cramps um, in my calf, and I understand that this could be because of overuse of the calves. And a good tip, as I've said uh, maybe in the previous podcast, is this magnesium spray, and it is a complete lifesaver. Um, but do ask your local pharmacy about um, any over-the-counter treatments. Um, in terms of logging my sleep, as I've said, um, I have many years logged my sleep. Um, not sure why, but I mean, maybe I'm just obsessed with obsessed with the data and keen to know what my sleep cycles are like. Anyhow, ever since um, the third version of the Apple Watch, and there have been apps that can track your sleep. Now, I understand that Apple Watch is not as good as maybe our other smart watch devices in terms of battery life, but if you are very strategic in terms of your charging, then um, you'll find that you will be able to uh, will be able to monitor your sleep through throughout the night. Now, um, I usually charge it when I'm watching TV. Um, and in fact, in one of the sleep apps, it will actually you can set a time as to when you want it to charge before you go to bed. Um, so let's say if I'm watching television at quarter to uh, nine, then it will set an it will give an alarm and notification to remember for, to as a reminder for you to charge the watch. And then by the time I'm going to bed, the watch is at a hundred percent. So the the app I use is called Auto Sleep. Um, but since 2020, Apple have introduced Sleep for all device, all Apple Watch devices that run that, that run, um, or or Apple any iPhones as well that run iOS 14 and Watch OS 7. And one of the key features of the inbuilt app is that it can set a reminder when you need to wind down. So, for instance, you may want to wind down 15 minutes before you go to bed, and the Sleep app will monitor your sleep throughout the night and provide you with your stats in the morning. So, for instance, if you hit your goal, um, like seven, if you set a goal of seven hours, it will give you a notification like, well done on getting seven hours sleep. Now, if you have asked your Apple Watch to uh, schedule the sleep, it may give you data about the average awake time, average REM, average core, and finally average deep, and not forgetting your respiratory rate. Um, now, what I haven't mentioned the respiratory rate yet. Uh, now, what does the respiratory rate tell you? So according to the John Hopkins Medicine, the respiratory rate is the number of breaths a person takes per minute, and the rate is usually measured when a person is at rest and simply involves counting the number of breaths for one minute by counting how many times the chest rises. The res- res- respiratory rates may increase um, with fever, illness, and other medical conditions. So it's good to monitor this. So they say a normal respiratory rates for an adult person um, at, at rest will be between 12 to 16 breaths per minute. Now, I've gone through quite a lot there. As I've said, um, I do have links in the show notes. Hello, please do listen to those interviews. Um, 
in my previous episodes. Um, hope you've in, enjoyed enjoyed the show, and we'll be. I hope to look forward to seeing you next week. And that's a wrap for another exhilarating episode of Brian's Ron Pod. Thanks for tuning in, folks. As always, we've got your back with all things running. And next week, get ready for some awesome beginner hints and tips to kickstart your running journey. Oh, and before we sign off, exciting news. We're now available on YouTube. So whether you're pounding the pavement or chilling at home, you can catch us there too. Plus, we have a new feature on the podcast. You can now send me a message. Yep, you heard it right. Brian's Ron Pod has become interactive with the audience. If you look at the top of the episode description, tap on send us a text message. You can tell me what you think of the episode or alternatively what you would like covered. If you're lucky, I might even read them out on the podcast. Hey, if you want to keep up with the latest updates, behind the scenes fun and even some exclusive content, make sure to follow me on social media. You can find me on Twitter or should I say X at Brian's Ron Pod. We've also just launched a shiny new Facebook page. Simply search for Brian's Rompod and give us a like. And don't forget to hop on over to Instagram where you can catch all our visual adventures at Brian's Rompod. For those of you who love diving deep into the episodes, head over to our website, www.briansrompod.co.uk. And there you'll find detailed show notes, handy chapter markers, make it too easy to navigate through our favourite discussions. Please leave a review as it will always help find others find this podcast. Music is by Happy Days by Stock Audio, not forgetting artwork by Alice Patterson. Till next week, thanks again for listening.